Thank you for tuning into the Showtime and Kept podcast. I am Corey Showtime. And I'm Kevin Monroe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited. My man is out. Uh, Corey has officially been... (laughs) My man's been locked out for a minute. Yes, I have. Stolen. No registration. <laughs> Get locked up. They won't let won't me let out. Me no. They won't let won't me. Won't let me. <laughs> Why you get locked up in Facebook, man? What's uh, because I'm obviously on some kind of no-fly list or some shit. They are not fucking with me, man. Like, I just... I, it's one of those things where, like, I said something like, oh, I hate this, and that got flagged for hate speech. <laughs> how, how does this keep happening though like they really like like you just walked out like like literally though like yeah i feel like the county and they just like we got another charge i, I, I violated my facebook probation i don't know <laughs> i don't understand how. and uh, but okay uh, my so, boy my boy kenny on facebook uh, on uh, instagram says today's podcast is about all things golden state warriors and i completely disagree <laughs> um, <laughs> although though there's nothing happening right now man i mean i'm just nothing i'm just wearing this the shirt to remind myself, one, I'm from the Bay, and two, I'm a human being because I'm losing track of, of human things right now. I mean, I was watching some old, uh, some old games from the 90s. I forgot Chris Webber played for the Warriors back in the 90s, man. Like, <laughs> I, I totally forgot that. I was like, oh, I'm losing track of like, basic facts and how like, they traded Penny Hardaway, and Penny Hardaway could have played, you know, uh, uh, Penny could have played for the Warriors. And it, yeah. and, and so they would have squandered his fucking career. <laughs> his knees would have fell apart anyway. I mean, <laughs> he's got that Greg Oden. I feel like uh, at least at least he had a couple of years with Shaq, so he could be member uh, memorable. <sighs> right. He was just in Golden State. He would have been Joe Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. You know, they already had like Baron Davis, people like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the most memorable thing was the little uh, Chris Rock. Uh, Penny Puppet, I think. That's like the most they got out of Orlando. <laughs> no, no, no rings or nothing, but it was a really, really cool lad with the, with the puppet. And I think wasn't, and didn't like, um, didn't like Blackstreet steal, uh, did Teddy Riley steal that idea and do like a whole music video where he had like the, the Penny Puppet in it? The no yeah, dick, yeah dick. that wasn't stealing an idea. That was a cross promotion. Like that was in there. Like that was Lil Penny singing. <laughs> That, Don't make the Popeye face. <laughs> that was a great idea. Let, let's do an R&B video with a puppet in it. It was like, the 90s, bro. Like, like, nah, that don't make no, no, no kind of sense. But it, I mean, anyway, we were talking earlier, man, about like how this lockdown, like how some of us are like really doing it the right way, like staying home, but how like people in Texas are like going to nightclubs. What the fuck is that? Like, I, I get it. Ho is life, you know? And I've been locked up for a long fucking time. And we talked about this off camera. Like, I got a different situation being with my girl and everything, but you're single. So I understand people going stir fucking crazy right now. All right? Yeah, yeah but at the same time, you're going to go to a club and, and touch glasses and touch handrails and go to the nasty-ass bathrooms and, and touch, touch women's booties that, that you don't even know if they have hand sanitizers on their pants? Like, how? Let me, tell you, let me tell you something, Kevin. It's starting to feel like a hack premise at this point, but at the club, like, it's really like the fourth or fifth thing you need to worry about. <laughs> like, COVID is like, that might kill you in two weeks. Like, there's some shit that'll kill you tonight. In a club in Houston. <laughs> That's hilarious. But we still do it anyway, though. I mean, I just don't understand how, like, that doesn't, uh, like, kind of doesn't, like, scare people to be like, yo, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you could be just, you know, like, hey, girl, you want to dance? Boom, you're dead. Like, <laughs> like, that could happen. I just, I just don't, I don't understand how people, like, uh, live that way. Um, I mean, People are still looking for a cure. I mean, what if the cure for COVID was greens? <laughs> would, would that be messed up if black people found a cure for COVID? And then, and then the only way to get the cure is you'd have to get a plate at the barbecue. Just collard greens and, and, and ham hock juice is what it takes to beat the virus. 
Right. Which makes sense because eating bats got us here, so eating pigs is what's going to get us out. <laughs> Sounds Pig like vegetables. solid science to me. Pork vegetables is the only thing that's going to save us right now. <laughs> and then everybody would have to, like, get in line at the barbecue, try to get a plate. And, you know, they're like, um, excuse me, hi, um, hi, hi, um, I'd like to get a plate of those greens, please. People yeah, and like, then you go see Barbecue like Becky that? for real. She's going to be like, <laughs> give me the secret. <laughs> I thought I had a black card. Oh. What happened? <laughs> no, what no, happened? just because you have sex with black people doesn't mean you've been accepted by black people. Come on, lady. That's just not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is one of the the, uh, the the funnier aspects of black culture that we kind of keep, which is that even if you are dating a black person and you get invited to stuff, you kind of have to play your position a little bit. You gotta like, you can't just like come in there and like, you know, basically you just you get rebounds and you sit on the bench. Okay, you don't get in there and be like, give me the ball. <laughs> you know, like you don't nah. get. The- <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, okay, you coming off the bench, grab some rebounds, you know, two points, two rebounds, ten minutes, you're good. Like, that's that's it. <laughs> not out here like, I'm open, I'm open. Like, no, nah, we're not passing you the ball, man. I don't, I don't know where where that came from culturally. I, I, I'm just, I just going to let it go. I'm just going to, like, I was just waiting for the moment to pass. <laughs> like, halfway through your analogy, I got lost, so I just kept laughing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying though like I mean I've seen this in, in practice where like yeah you're welcome to come join us but we're not exactly like you know we don't control the conversation and you're not necessarily I mean it's not like you're not welcome but at the same time it's like oh, well, let's see <laughs> <laughs> so so what's going on in the world now Kevin what, what we missed in the last week what is what has Trump tried to do to destroy us what what has happened what internet fad has taken over the world what is what's new um man uh some things have happened uh Obama had the commencement address for all the high schoolers I don't know if you saw that did you see that I no yeah the chance <laughs> hmm. I was asleep most of yesterday to be honest with you like <laughs> like I, to be <laughs> And I'm not I'm not saying that in any kind of bragging or like shameful way. Like I'm I Kevin, I think we're doing this podcast every week so we can remember what Sunday is. Yeah, it's it's a good way to keep track. Like I mean, yeah, I sleep at odd hours now. You know, I don't I don't go out except at night sometimes. Like I'm essentially turning into a cat. Like that's that's what they do. But um the commencement address was pretty nice. I mean, Obama uh said some things where he was like everybody needs to like work together. And then he dropped, like, some serious, serious shade. Like, he just jumped in and said, you know. Is that big shade? But he said, <laughs> I mean, he just went, I mean, he dropped some shade on, on Trump without even calling his name out. And it was just like, uh, he said, well, you know, you, you can't solve problems by wishful thinking. That's what little children do. And unfortunately, some people in charge still think like children. And I was like, damn. Like, I mean, like he's like, my name is Barack, but you go call me brap, brap, brap. <laughs> shots fired, I mean, shots fired. I kind of agree with him, but at the same time, children would really relish the fact that they got some kind of like responsibility and would like do a better job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, I like that he pointed that out. I, I think mean, children would do a better job of this, like even running wild with it, like staying up past the bedtime, you know eating ice cream for dinner, they would still do a much better job of the presidency than this motherfucker. Than what this dude's doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's gone past the, the, the part of, like, pathetic. Now it's gone to, like, the part of, like, seriously, like, mentally disabled. Like, these people are not, they're not even, like, close. I mean, it's, it's so bad. Like, the other thing he did was he, he brought out this, this, uh, this plan, you know, to solve the, the vaccine. And... And it's hilarious because they don't even remember the lies they said earlier. Like first they said, "Oh shit, what happened, peoples?" Oh. <laughs> my fault. I had pressed something on my phone. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, what? People are not. They're not even like close. Aha! Uh-huh, there we go. Now, uh, so they went from saying nobody could have seen this happening to, oh, actually, Obama saw it happening, but he left us a bad plan. 
to, oh, we actually wrote a plan back in 2019 that's in these big binders that we never talked about and have never implemented that we can't show you because it's a secret. And you're just like, come on, man. Like, just do yes. your homework. Just say you didn't do your homework. Just say it. Like, look, man. I'm not really even sorry. trying. Look, I'm sorry like, we didn't do any homework. Let's just take an F. <laughs> take an F, re retake the class next semester. You know what's really frustrating just as a black person living in America right now is the fact that whether you like Obama or hate him, and a lot of people are both, um, like he was the most magical Negro we've ever seen. Like he hasn't, the dude's never jaywalked. He's in perfect shape. He's got a nice jumper. He's got charisma. He can speak to he can speak to a Harvard graduating class and he can speak to your normal normal guy on the street. He wants to have a beer with you. And at the same time he can control the drone strike. You know yeah, what I mean? He's like the, the first president that has a nice uh, a nice and one mixtape for real. Yeah. The only scandal they had on him was he smoked cigarettes and have and wore a tan suit. And they go from that to this. And it's just like like for us, we got to be like, literally, he's the only black person that could have been president just because of his, his resume. And Trump's just like, ah, eh, fuck it, I'll try it. Like, he literally got it. He got here by accident. He was fucking around and got onto something. Right. He fell ass backwards. Into a great jump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and um, Big said, uh, uh, I have to debate you on whether or not Obama has a nice jumper. I mean, I mean I've seen him do layups. I have not seen him swish. I mean, I'll go back and look, you know, but the, fact you know, that the, the former president could drive to the hole on you was pretty interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, and meanwhile, yeah, you're right. Like he, he like Obama had to be like the most perfect person in the world to do this job. Meanwhile, the other guy doesn't, you know, like seriously, like he would get fired from working at a Wendy's in like a day. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Matter of fact, if we did any of the shit that he's done in the last three years at any job that we do during our nine to five, we wouldn't just be fired. We would be escorted off the premises and probably arrested. Oh yeah. Yeah. Imagine going to your day job and you know, just walking into the ladies bathroom. Like what's up? Like, no, you can't do that. Like that's, that's fire. That's day one firing, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like stealing money from people, uh, just not doing your job, like not showing up, like showing up with like, I have a report and the reports just all blank pieces of paper <laughs> with nothing written mm -hmm. on it. Like you can't do that at any job. Like how, how are we letting this slide? And the thing for me is like when Obama got elected, black people started saying stuff like, well, you know, before Obama was president, when, when people would say any American child can grow up to be president, that they had to say, no, you can't do that. But now there's a black president. So now it's possible. I'm like, actually, now that Trump's president, now we know it's not. Because as you said, Obama's like, he's like black Jesus. And this yeah. dude didn't have to do anything. So how is it inspiring to a kid to be like, why should I have to be like, turn myself into an angel when any white dude could just kind of waltz in without wearing pants, fall ass backwards into the job. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he literally Real quick. fell ass backwards into it. Real quick, Big Set said uh, Obama was nice in the pick and roll. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> nice and, uh... Yeah, and everything else you just said is absolutely correct. It was, I, I remember when Obama... Uh, got elected, my mom was in tears and because just one, because she never thought she was going to see a black president in her lifetime. And two, because uh, like all that bullshit she told me about, I could be president. She was like, see, like <laughs> basically she was covering her ass at that point. <laughs> we, we all know that was bullshit, but like nobody gives you, gives your mom uh, any, any shit for lying to you up like you never get in trouble for lying up to a kid you could be president no you can't but like that gives you the ability to like try harder get good grades and right. hopefully you make you become a senator you know what i mean but right, right. so you take yeah, it but this you is the first you time fight, you don't fight back on it you don't go like yeah. mom come on like yeah it's like she's not, she, but it's basically like saying hey you could be santa claus no no the fuck i can't <laughs> but like she in this one instance, my mom was like, "I'm like, I gotta give you that. I gotta give you that." 
Yeah, retroactively <laughs> cleaning that up. See, nobody ever lied to me. I mean, I'm an immigrant, so you know, like I'm disqualified <laughs> by definition. They're like, no, you, like, you, this is your ceiling right here, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, you foreign banana boat boy, get out of here. No, <laughs> daylight come on me one go home. You should go home. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amer- Americans Dude, are there. This, this, this kind of goes to why so many people are bringing guns and their and their dumb asses out to protest uh, the, the lockdown because they can't get over like this the unseasoned Americans like I called them on another podcast like, <laughs> the unseasoned Americans and if you're watching this we love you however <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and if you and if you don't identify with what I'm about to talk about disregard but <laughs> the unseasoned among us uh, like they're they're being inconvenienced and they feel like this is, this is tyranny. They're like, I can't, I, they can't handle the concept of can't. Whereas like black, brown people, immigrants, we're to, like, can't is the starting point. Yeah, That's yeah. the scene that we <laughs> bust through. Like we gotta get, right. like can't is like, listen, this is, the, this is where you're gonna start at can't. Like here's all the shit you can't do and prove us wrong maybe, but like, this is all the shit you know you got to get around in your life. Right. As opposed to starting from, I can do anything I want. And then having one of those things taken, what do you mean? I can't get a haircut. Have you seen my nails? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) My nails and my hair are dreadful, but you don't hear me complaining about that shit. I'm sitting back playing video games because boo hoo. This is the worst tyranny we've ever had to deal with. Oh my God. This is all. I can't go to the gym. I just ordered some shit for my bike and some boxing gear from Amazon. We'll be fine. I mean, it makes me laugh at this idea of government tyranny. Whoever, whoever's going, whoever's being driven away by those people in the background on your shit, they got problems right now. I don't want to hear about you can't go to the fucking haircut. Yeah, just just give it just give it once again. There you go. They moved away. No, I um, <laughs> the idea the idea that the, this is government tyranny just makes me laugh because you know the government shouldn't tell me what to do. The government shouldn't tell us you know free Americans what to do. It's like the government tells you what to do all the fucking time. Like okay, here's That's their thing. job. Yeah, here's here's one thing the government tells you to do: drive on the right hand side of the road. <laughs> oh, you don't want to do that because of tyranny? Okay, fine. Drive on the other side, see what the fuck happens. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, here's another thing the government says. You ever go in the bathroom and it says employees must wash their hands before returning to work? Yeah, the government mandates that so you don't die from dysentery from eating food at a restaurant. Like, that's... Yeah. I don't know. And also, they rate you on how well you are at washing your hands and cleaning up after yourself with an ABC or whatever the fuck they put on the window, which is to tell you, it's just also to tell you, like, hey, these people aren't that good at washing their hands. You might want to go get McDonald's. Right. You know unless, I mean? unless you want to go to one of those, like, uh, those food truck Mexican coaches where they don't even put that stuff out there and you just, like, you just YOLO it, basically. Uh, we're going to have an aside for a second. The best fucking tacos come from trucks. That is just not up for debate. It is. It is. What do you think? It's okay. Tacos. The the best tacos do come from taco trucks, but they don't have any ABC. Like a lot of them don't have ABC ratings. Um, You don't know what's going on. That's what makes them good. (laughs) This is weird, but the greatest taco I've ever had in my life. The best tacos consistently I've ever had in my life came from a, came from a taco truck parked right off, like right off the freeway outside the dump in Monterey. (laughs) <laughs> outside the dump yeah like like, like next to a, a, a giant garbage disposal <laughs> not next to it but like it's like you get off the freeway and the, and the exit is like the dump, the landfill is like all the way out like about a half mile but right. like right there off the freeway was the truck and the truck right. had a line it was like the only spot in Monterey or like the 831 kind of on my side it was just like past Marina but that's semantics but it had a line every time huh yeah yeah i mean i'll, I'll believe that it's just like but i mean you know you, you kind of you, you're taking your life into your hands but i mean it's a it's a even if you die it's a delicious delicious death you're taking your life in your hands at the dump to <laughs> sweet whatever you need to throw away and how you're going to throw it away can kill you <laughs> 
it's a it's a it's a sweet and delicious death. Okay, wait, hold on. Give me one second here. I'm just gonna put uh, this this Zoom link out. Uh, my my brother's like, where where are you guys? So here we go. Here we go. Put this. Yeah, I there mean, you know. we've, we've been we've been doing this this new technology stuff for a little while now. We're still like fumbling around from time to time, you know. Um, and I mean, I I'd like to say I'm old, but I don't have any gray hairs yet, so I'm gonna avoid that shit like the plague until it happens, and then I'll start saying I'm too old to know how this shit works. Like we were talking about this earlier, like fuck TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah, some some of these technologies, I'm like, I'm not even like, I'm not even messing with it. Uh, what it do? Yeah, I think you froze on it uh, on Instagram, man. Um, wait, can you see me back again? In fact, I'm about to turn up my volume on here to hear you. Okay, okay, wait. okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a I had an echo on the other one. That's why I was doing it. So, but yeah, fuck TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm already on. Okay, no worries. I'm already on 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 Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, some things like like TikTok, I don't I don't even mess around with. Like I'm I'm. Like okay, so a lot of a lot of my people that follow me that really enjoy you know my comedy and, and what I do like they are on um, they're on Facebook uh, and some on Twitter, but like Instagram, yeah, some TikTok, no, like like people are not really mess. I mean, TikTok is for like on, uh, you're not coming through on Instagram, bro. Oh well, what happened? I'm still live. Yeah, I know you're still live, but like like there's no volume. Huh? How's that? Oh, how was? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, it should be coming. No. Huh. We were just talking about how we don't understand this shit. <laughs> Dude, what the hell happened? Well, TikTok uh, ain't the problem. The problem is us. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Um, okay. Uh, wait, wait, now, he, now I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Since I can hear now. Okay. There's a little bit of lag between. Like Instagram isn't uh, instant. Uh, even though the instant is in the name, uh, there's a little bit of lag with Instagram because they're not a platform that's built for this sort of stuff, where Zoom is built for this. So you'll hear Zoom instantly, but Instagram, okay, fine. Sorry, you're falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> this happens every time I start talking about technology. Like, because you love it and we don't care. Like, there's no, there's no, like I love you, Kev, but like, you just don't get that we don't give a shit. <laughs> but the details? Like, we love the inner workings of it. We're just happy it works. <laughs> just, just give me the give me the button to press and it's all gravy right right like right, what do yeah. i have to do to make the like what button do i press so that my face has weird glasses on it <laughs> that's what i want that's all you need yeah i know i know i don't care about the points on my nose that it looks for <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i know but it's it's yeah i mean it's it's my and that's I mean, one thing i've gotten good at is recognizing when people are falling asleep while I'm talking. Like that's that's a that's a skill. <laughs> I've learned as soon as I start getting too nerdy and too wonky, I could see the eyes glaze over, and I go, "Okay, all right, let me just give it a nice analogy, wrap it up." <laughs> like, like you need to have the wrap it up box for me sometimes. Just like play me off. <laughs> I just press it on my phone. Like you just start hearing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I just want to say we want to save all the dolphins in the world. I just want all the children in the world to be happy. Like, all right, dude. <laughs> Next up for best director. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, yo, I'm still on stage. You can't announce the next dude. Yes, we can. Yeah, you, you gotta <laughs> get out of here. Um, but yeah, I mean, like TikTok. I've, I've played around with a, l- a little bit, but it's it's just like. It's just kind of goofy and it's kind of for kids and it's not really, um, and it's better for like more like slapstick humor, yeah. like like fun, like if you want to do like funny act outs or dances. Yeah. Physical comedy, definitely. Right, right. But I mean like like us like talking about, you know, issues and stuff like that, nobody's going to watch TikTok or watch us talk for, for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? Like I can't, I don't, this, I don't know if you see this on IG, but like this is my life now, like this studio. You know what I mean? Like the, the lights, the setup, like the whole thing. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, let me pull it back. Just oh yeah, yeah. Cameras and screens, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, I got a similar setup. I've got, you know, a light source and, you know, I've, I've got this stuff set up and I have my amp and my mic and all that, like basically built our own like 
comedy studios in our apartments. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen like when this is done. Like Maybe people might be just like, you know what? Pff, fuck it. Why go to a comedy club anymore if I could just do this here? You know? I hope not because like I really miss comedy clubs. Like I really like I've done Zoom shows and it's okay. Like it's a decent like it'll do, but like it's not it's not the same, bro. It's not like it's like playing one on one versus playing uh playing, you know, a team game in front of a crowd, you know? Right. Oh yeah, the NBA talked about playing games but without a crowd and all the players were like hell no. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what are we like, doing? It's like being a gladiator. You need that roar, you know? Like, that's the, like, that's what makes it special. Like, we get to, like, that's how you know, you get that immediate feedback that, like, oh, this shit is killing right now. You know? Right. And, and, and you need the other thing, too. So uh, if you're on a Zoom show and you're bombing, it's a little hard to tell. Because I'm like, did, am I bombing or did everybody just mute? Like, I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> did everybody just press mute or am I, am I doing bad? Like, you need to feel that, that, that sting. Um, and also the camaraderie of everybody being together in the green room. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oops, sorry. I knocked something off. Bumble. <laughs> Oh. Um, the the camaraderie of, of people being together. Um, there, one of the greatest joys of being a comedian is watching one of your great comedy friends bomb. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. And especially if especially if you know their material, so you yeah. know, you already know they're good, right? So yeah. you know their material, and you can see them like reaching for the hitters. Yeah, and those hitters ain't hitting. <laughs> You're in the green room like, God damn, that dude is dying. <laughs> Just to clarify, like, this isn't something like you want to see your friends do bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never want to see your friends do bad. And you never want to see, like, or even your enemy. Well, yeah, maybe sometimes the catch you don't like when they bomb is funnier. <laughs> but, like, it's funny because you know what makes it funny is the fact that you've seen this work before. Yeah, exactly. You, you know it's good. You know they're good comics. You know, like, I know this joke is funny, but this crowd does not like you. Like, they don't like your face. They don't like your outfit. They don't like your tone of voice or something. And it's just like, there's nothing you can do. You're just in the suck. And you're watching them. And you can't throw them a lifeline. <laughs> you can't get them off. And especially if... The Especially if it's a paid gig and they have to do their time, they're like at minute twelve, and they and you know they got to do a half an hour. You just back there like, oh my god! When comics bombing, you know it's really bad when the only laughter you can hear is coming from the back, back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. When nobody else in the crowd is laughing, but you hear the the comics in the back laughing. Dead. <laughs> Double. Like and it, and it always comes in the offbeat. Like when you tell the joke, it is like like it's after the punch and it doesn't hit, and then you it's the beat after where people would laugh is where they laugh. It's like, and then she did, and then she said, "No, I burned the chicken," and that's where the laugh comes in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, a way in the back, like, ah! <laughs> and it's not like a ha ha. It's like a. Ha! This nigga's dying. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Cody Woods. Me and him, we used to sit in the back of clubs and wait and listen for those cues. Like when in the middle of somebody's set where you know, like, oh, they're, they're like, yep. like, God, get me out of this. Like, it's like, so what else is going on? So what else is going on? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Shit is crazy right now, man. Shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you start seeing the savers and you're just like oh, this dude is this is the absolute worst this is when you're a completely it's, it's all ass it's all ass from here on out so what y'all want to talk about like shut <laughs> it down mayday if, if you're the host and you ever hear a comment say so what do y'all want to talk about like that motherfucker for all <laughs> I mean Treat it, treat it like a plane that has no gas. Be on the runway, just doing this with the with the lights. Just bring him in. Bring him in. He's out of fuel. That thing crash. Please, for the love of God, just mayday, mayday. We're coming in for a landing. Please, God, help me. This is not going well. <laughs> out of fuel. Uh, we've lost three out of our four engines. <laughs> that shit. 
and and then I tried and it's not what it talks about circling the drain. (laughs) This is yeah, and it's not malicious at all. Like I I mean, and it's always fun. All been there. Like you can't laugh if you haven't had it happen to you. (laughs) Right. If you've been in this game long enough, and you've done it long enough, and you've done like paid gigs. Yes. uh, And it's going to happen to you, no matter what. No matter. And, and, and the way you always find out about it is like you're sitting in the green room, right? And of course, like we're talking, but we're also hearing the audience. So if you if somebody's killing, you could hear him. But like, damn, who's out there killing? You walk, you know, you might walk out to see. Like I, I remember like seeing like uh, JB Smooth or like Robert Hawkins killing so hard that you had to go out of the green room and be like, damn, what is this dude doing? Yeah. Right. But then the opposite happens where you're like. Yo, is this show still going on? It's super quiet. Like and everybody goes, yeah. When it's it's dead silent, and everybody's like, oh, somebody's bombing. <laughs> Wait, like, what's wrong with us? Like, <laughs> we're sick people. We're comedians, we need negativity, and this is so much of it. Hey, Aurora, good to see. Yes, we're talking about how it feels. To, to bomb, but you're not the comic that bombs. It's the best feeling in the world because, like, it's not happening to you, but, it's ha- but it has happened to you at some point, and that's why it just, mm. oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's, it's a kind of, it's a misery loves company kind of thing, yeah. you know? Like, like hey, man, wel- welcome to the club. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it's, like, it's like if you're a basketball player. It's like when Jordan got crossed over. It's like no matter how good you are, it's coming. Everybody gets right. it. Anybody can get it. All day, <laughs> right, right, and and, and the worst, the worst part, you will. <laughs> and and the worst, the worst part is having to follow somebody like that. I mean, if the host is good, he'll do a palate cleanser. But if he doesn't, you go up there, you're like, man, like the, like the game is like a hundred to forty five right now. Like, why are you put me in? Like, why are you put me in the game, coach? It's a hundred to forty five with four minutes left. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like this, this is garbage time. And you get a couple thirty point shots. <laughs> I'd be, be mad as hell sometimes when, when that happens when somebody doesn't I mean and by the way for, for if it's a new comic that is still trying to find their way like that's not really funny to me I'm just like okay look you just gotta you know you yeah. just gotta you know open mic bombing that's just that's just sad like that's like you don't want to you don't, you're not happy for it because it's like if it's somebody you've never seen do good it's just like oh this again and not yeah. even in a malicious way it's just like you're killing like this is five minutes we're not gonna get back Right, and, and you're killing the move of the show, and yeah, so that's not yeah, really that. Sucking the energy out of the room, you know. And and if and if it's a new comic that's just figuring it out, it's like, look, it's all good. Like you know, you figure it out. But we all we all started that way. Like that's when you're supporting. It's like, yeah, you're gonna, it's it's gonna happen, bro. You know. But if you're if you're a paid dude, if if, if doing doing weekends, like if you're on on the on the box office, like. <laughs> One more positive note to this situation. When they're able to right the ship, like if someone starts heckling and they crush the heckler, then that's when it's like, yes, I'm so glad I was here for this. You know? Right. Otherwise, it's just like watching them sweat. Like you could literally, myself included, like I've, there's definitely been times when I came off the stage drenched and motherfuckers was like, hmm, rough night? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and you know, that's, that's the... Go to the damn towel! Go to the damn towel! Apollo, when you come off the stage and you have to go back in the green room, like, what? one of the, the, the worst and funniest feelings is walking in and, like, people don't want to make no eye contact oh. with you. Like, yeah. nah, like, we're not looking you in the eyes, dog. Like, because it's like... <laughs> It's part, it's part like trade secret. You just don't like bash on somebody for bombing because it happens to everybody. So you don't want that karma to come back. And also you want to avoid eye contact because you just don't want that energy. You just try to say, like, I'm up in two, man. I don't need what, whatever, whatever bad juju you brought yeah, into like, this room. Hey. Well, ass over there. <laughs> exactly. I'm up in two. I'm trying to get my set together. Like, hey, man, yeah, you know, it's all good, man. A couple awful sales jobs. And, like, when there's a salesman that can't sell shit, like, you don't even want to be, like, you don't even want to, like, put nothing on his desk. Like, look, stay away from me. I don't need, the, I don't need these problems with my money. <laughs> yep, yep, that negative energy, whatever it is. Or, or whatever, I mean... 
I mean, some. I mean, because we're just we're we're just people, and we we show up to the club with whatever has been happening that day. I remember times where it's been like. I overstretched myself. Like I did a gig somewhere across town and I drove all the way there. So I was, I was tired. Yeah. And, and I'd already heard these jokes like 10 times. So I wasn't really like selling it. Yeah. You know? And, and sometimes it's just a crowd, man. Like I remember like the worst crowds, like I used to do weekends at the punchline and the worst crowds, like you're doing seven shows a weekend. The worst crowd was always Friday night, late night show. Yeah. Worst crowds. Yeah. Because they worked all day. They had dinner. They got drunk. <laughs> they're kind of tired. Some of them even forgot they bought tickets to the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and so they're, they're not relaxed and they're not in a, in a I mean, they want to see the headliner. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, oh, what am I doing this show for? Oh, oh, to see, you know, such and such from Saturday Night Live. Great. All right. Who's this? Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> it's <laughs> so, like... It's like, even with the food they're getting, it's like, I understand you got to bring out the salad before I can have my food. But like, can you hurry up with the food? Like, I'm not mm. tripping on the salad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. This could be an amazing ass salad. And I might, and even if it is, I'm just be like, damn, that was a good ass salad. But what about that steak? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're ready for the, the main thing. And I mean, like a lot of times at the, and it would be packed, but it'd be so restless and it'd be so hard to keep people's attention, you know? So like those, and I mean, I was always like, okay, Thursday night shows, Wednesday's great. Thursday's great. Friday, 8 PM. Great. Friday, 10 PM. Uh, I'm going to have to fight people. Like Saturday late show is like people that are kind of laid back. Like they've been partying a little bit. They pregame. Like this isn't, this this isn't so much the beginning or the end of their night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's really chill. Like they usually go to the bar on the corner. They've had time to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. They had time to drink. (laughs) They've had time to sleep. They've had time to eat. It might have even had time to fuck. So, yes, you got time. Like, these people are just sitting back like, okay, let's see the show. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they're cool with whatever. And, and, and they'll, the attitude is different. They're like, if they've never seen you as a comic, they'll be like, well, this up-and-comer, like, I hope you do well, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Man, I'm looking forward to being surprised. Whereas, like, Friday's like, we want Eddie. We want Eddie. <laughs> or whoever fucking <laughs> Or whoever, right, right. So so yeah, I mean, I I I do miss I do miss <laughs> that part of, of the game, and I don't think Zoom shows can replicate like the contours of that feeling of being on stage and having those kind of interactions with the audience. I mean, like right now, like if I'm bombing, I'll just close the laptop, like <laughs> blame Comcast, like well, <laughs> like yo, I'm sorry, man, my internet connection. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean, but. But I'll tell you this, though. This is the interesting part. When technology changes, there's always somebody that pops up and becomes like the and takes it to the advantage. So remember, like, how Dane Cook took advantage of MySpace? Yeah. Wow. And people, people were like, why would you get on MySpace if you're a comedian? The dude got 25 million fucking followers and then turned into, you know, turned that into money. So somebody's going to figure the Zoom shit out. And man, they're going to ball out. Zoom is already working for uh, musicians, I'm noticing, because, like, Chris Brown, uh, Wiz Khalifa, a bunch of other, like, just younger uh, musicians, like, they're just on their phones, like, they just get it. Like, Lizzo, like, does, like, some choreograph shit on hers. Right. Well, well, here's the thing. It's not working out for everybody. Like, it's not working out for Nelly. (laughs) If you've seen Nelly's video. That was Instagram, right? I don't, I don't know what I, yeah i start i watched uh, <laughs> i watched it because like i was on twitter because i can't get on facebook anymore and uh <laughs> locked up don't let me out no so on twitter and it was trending that like uh said like nelly nelly was trending i clicked on it and said nelly's wi-fi sucks and then i got on instagram and it was he was like it, you know and it wasn't pop locking he was just like everything was choppy and ludicrous is just sitting there just like with his sunglasses on, just yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it. It looked, it looked like like neither of them had Wi-Fi, and they were standing outside of Starbucks stealing Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> like, like how your video look like you're being kicked off every five seconds, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. This is the world we're in now. Like, we're doing the exact same shit that CNN news reporters, that ESPN sportscasters, that fucking um, late night talk show hosts are doing. Like, we all got the same setup right now. Like, we all sitting in front of some mic, in front of some webcam, uh, just reporting live from my fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's flat and everything. So now's a good, a good time to take advantage of that. I'm saying anybody who figures this out and, like, gets an audience, like, man, they could run hard. Uh, there was, there was a, a comedy group in New York that just started doing it, and they realized they were making more money than they could because the theater couldn't hold as many people as they got on Zoom. I've done some Zoom shows that were, there was way more people than like a couple shows I had done before. <laughs> Wait, like vastly. <laughs> that that's fairly easy to do in stand up. Like I've I've done shows where it's like I've I've come out and said, "Lady and gentleman." Yeah. <laughs> I've done shows in San Francisco where I said that and it was the same person. <laughs> But up, up, hi yo! <laughs> you know, these are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, like I've done shows where I felt like I was a court jester, like <laughs> where I'm like here for the king's pleasure. Like that's it. Yeah. I told you about that uh, that corporate gig I did for Christmas one one time, right? Uh, which one? Uh, like it was a couple years back. It was a gig salad gig, <laughs> and shout out to gig salad because it paid. But, oh, God, it was a corporate. Because, like, I basically, like, everybody was shit-faced, bro. Like, I mean, like, I, I've been to bars that have been rowdy. But I'm talking, like, this was this was a, a, an office party where, like, you, you know, like, you're not supposed to get too drunk at the office party because you don't want to be too drunk around the boss, this, that, and they have to say some things. Open bar changes everything, man. Open bar changes yeah. everything. Faced. <laughs> So I was able to hold the audience's attention for most of it, but, like, I kept getting heckled by this literal elf. Like, he was, like, a dwarf, and he had the elf ears. Like, he was a sand, like he was playing an elf. Like, he was, he was how, Santa's little helper. How, how you going to shoot back at an elf, though? Like, how you go, how you go heckle? Right? How, how you like, go fire back? How you go fire back? <laughs> That's a conundrum. Like, how do you, like, you, you, you want to bust back, but it's... It's literally, it's a little person. Like, how do you? The joke that cracked him was like how he just kept, like, he kept having shit to say. I was like, look, man, I know I'm not supposed to say anything to you because anything I say is a low blow. And that's. What <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> You're good, kid. You're good. You got the goods, kid. Yes. Yes, Johnny. Like I finally shut his ass up. And I was like, all right, now go, like, and excuse me, go check on Donner and Blitzen or something. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> that's, all, that's always the worst, man, where, like, you get heckled by people where you, like, I, I want to bust back, I want to fire back, but I would look like, a, like the asshole here. Yeah, like, corporates make you earn your money, but you feel like the court jester. Like, I mean, because you get paid, but like, ugh, it's a hard 45 minutes. <laughs> and they always, they always just set it up in like the worst situations possible. Like it's in like a, in a hotel, like, uh, like, like a hotel conference room where the lights are really bright. You know, it's people just kind of like sitting there and there's, there's no, there's no like ramp up to it. Oh, mine was in the office conference room. <laughs> they were passing jello shots around during my set. Like they forced me to drink three of them. Like I fake drank one where I just like I just and didn't like let let the gel in the thing, but nobody noticed. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you can't get drunk at a corporate party because twenty minutes into it, you're gonna get annoyed and be like, hey, you know what, fuck you all, I'm just here for the money, and you can't say that on stage because then that's the end of the of the gig. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I hated the most of of corporate gigs? The intros. Oh my god, the intros were always so horrible. Next next person, this funny man. Is going to tickle your funny bones, and you just you, you know what I mean. You thank want to you, thank you, Jane from accounting. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and and you know sometimes uh, they'll try to do like a joke that they like either a street joke or they'll try to do a joke that they heard from another comedian. Yeah. 
and they'll just muff it, like, like, like do the punchline before the setup or something like that. And, you know, it's just, it's just, and you, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't even feel like doing comedy right now. Like, this just feels, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like my, my first instinct is to be like, this is, here's why this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, you can't right you can't like here's here's why this setup is wrong and here's why you should never do a chris rock joke with the n-word in it i mean like no no it's such a landfield <laughs> a minefield <laughs> but, but all these things like I, I find it very funny that we're talking about these old gigs and so on and we're remembering like all the terrible things about it, but we that's what we love miss. it. <laughs> yeah, we that's love that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the all the terrible gigs and this this stupid shit. syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> we love that shit. Yeah. Like, I miss the like because dude, I'm like we were supposed to like what's today the seventeenth on Wednesday we we're supposed to be going to fucking uh, Wind River. That's canceled. That would have been fun just having like an eight hour trip just talking shit, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I did Wind River Casino uh, a while back, and um, Wind River was, it's it's hilarious because it's older white people, you know, they're at a casino, like people like rolling oxygen tanks into the room, w- old white people. And it was just funny because the stage is set up so you're looking into the casino while they're looking at a stage. So to them, it looks like a show. But to you, you're looking at like a full casino floor with people just gambling and people in wheelchairs and stuff. And you're just like, and it, it, it has a kind of ding, 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 kind of feeling like, are these, are these white people going to kill me if I don't make them laugh? Like, you can hear everything up there. Like, you, like you're, you can't really hear things when you're talking because you're putting out sound. But, like, other than that, you're elevated, so you get all the noise from them. You get all the ambient noise from the back. You get the fucking slot machines going off in the background. So it's like you're trying to drown that out and do your shit at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not a controlled environment. It's it's like you know, it's. Uh, but then again, I mean, we used to do comedy shows at like on at the Bart Station on Sixteenth Street and Mission. So you know, yeah. we kind of we kind of been trained to sort of like focus on our our stuff and just drown out the the noise. I've done comedy on Venice Beach. <laughs> Venice Beach. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I've done a couple of them, like, in bars in Venice Beach, but I've actually had to do, like, as, like, a dare and a, from a comic that was doing those shows or putting those on. Like, it was this big-ass, uh, you know, like, he'd set up something out there on Venice Beach, and we had to go up there and tell jokes, and that shit was rough. But we got a couple laughs. Like, we got people to come up because, like, you know, we weren't as high, and, like, it's, it's hard to retain people's attention, like, musicians or... Uh, people that dance, like people that dance, always get the most mm. attention because, like, it's a high energy thing. And people right. that play music, you can just walk right past them and drop money. But like comedians, like people got to walk past and you got to get them in that moment. And that shit is rough, but it's a great training, you know? Yeah, it's hard because you know you have to figure out how to implant a complete sentence into a person that's half listening. <laughs> you know, where the, where, the, where the body flipping over, that's easy to, to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did shows in in the Castro uh, at, at Harvey's, which I think is gone now. Um, and they had the stage up against the glass window, like a full like full wall glass window. The stage is up against that, so people walk. So you you can see the crowd walking by outside. <laughs> and at the time, like there were these people in in the Castro that would just walk around like buck ass naked for <laughs> reasons I don't know. That was and, that was old school San Francisco. Yeah, and I, so I was, I was in the middle of my set, and these like three like naked dudes just like was they stopped at the window and were just kind of looking like, you know, this might be a good show. Maybe we should go in. <laughs> and the crowd was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yo, I don't know them dudes. Like, what? <laughs> How did this happen?" <laughs> Rest in peace to the brainwash. And uh, shout out to Tony uh, Tony Sparks and Kiko for trying to do like a virtual brainwash. Hmm. But I miss that fucking spot. For those of you that are unfamiliar, the brainwash was a uh, was a laundromat in San Francisco. It was also a cafe, and every like Thursday or something, they had comedy. And it was like there, 
the greats were there. Robin Williams, from W. Kamau Bell, like thousands, of, I'm sure Chappelle did shows there. Like, you had to go do the brainwash because, like, if you were funny there, you're fucking funny because people weren't paying attention. People were on their headphones. People were on their laptops. Every now and again, you get a crackhead walking in or, like, a, there'll be, like, a police chase that end inside there. Like, you know, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and there's a methadone clinic like down the block. So there are a lot of like people like trying to get off of their drugs, uh, people doing their laundry. It was it was it, it was a, a, a nut house. Yeah. And, and literally, literally, though, <laughs> like there was a, there used to be a nut house around the block. They shut the shit down. So now nut house is outside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. People, I mean, sometimes like people would come in and just start like screaming and like you had to throw them out. Uh, there were like real crackheads, like not, you know, we throw the word crackhead around like very cavalierly, like that dude seems like a crackhead. No, dudes who are smoking crack. crack. <laughs> oh, like you see the, you see the out the window. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was great, and it was also terrible. Uh, yeah. But it but that's that's the terrible is what made it great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, the fact we, that we survived that shit is like you know, that's the stories we get to tell our grandchildren. Like oh, back in my day, I had to do comedy in front of crackheads, and do you know how I made it? <laughs> I'm. In the snow, both ways, uphill, three miles, walking it. <laughs> I hate your Bill Cosby impression. Um, <laughs> it's not good. Um, by the way, is Bill Cosby getting out of prison? Is, every, is everybody getting out of prison now? Is Bill Cosby getting out? Oh, hang on one second. I'm thinking Amazon. Yeah, just toss it over, please. <laughs> what, that, that's the Amazon package? Yep. Uh, your Amazon package. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> hey, I just watched The Wire, okay? I'm a little suspicious. <laughs> He's like, is that... <laughs> Avon! Avon! Is it <laughs> you talk to the co-op? Um, look. <laughs> but no, I mean, the brainwash was, was a lot of fun. And for that reason, like, like everybody in San Francisco went there. You know, Ali Wong, Moshe Kasher, um, W. Kamal Bell, Kevin Avery. Uh, we all came out of there. I mean, every, everybody that came out of the Bay, you know, Marshall Warfield, I've seen her there. Like, I've seen, like, everybody, you know, and, and it's like a rite of passage. Like, you have to, you have to, you know, if you kill at the brainwash, that's awesome. Yeah. But you're, like, inches away from, from things going horrible all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, like Big Said said, like, it made me a better comic. Exactly, man. That's like training at the Kronk Gym. You know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like all the weights, all the weights are rusty. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's dirty. You know, and it's like, yeah, you might get tetanus. <laughs> like the difference between learning in like this pristine, clean, you know, like you know, upper class like karate gym, and like the Shaolin Temple. Right, right. They just take you outside and beat you with bamboo sticks until, <laughs> until you until you learn how to fight back. Put your hands into the flaming coals. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Pretty much, pretty much. And that's why we used to make fun of the people that went to comedy college because comedy oh college because comedy college was was a clean, pristine, yeah. nice environment where they gave you good criticism. You know, and they kept the, the riffraff out, you know. So when we got booked at the comedy college, we would destroy all the time because, like, we we were forged in steel by then. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, this is easy. Are you kidding me? Tempered <laughs> adamantium. <laughs> Can't hurt me. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're, we're just we're built of metal at this point. And, you know, no disrespect to anybody that went to comedy college because, I mean, for some people, that was the speed that worked for them. You know, but <laughs> you know, you're not giving this ain't something you can learn. This ain't something you learn going to school. Like you don't get to take a test. Like it's like I always equate comedy to like fight sports, like boxing. Like if you're gonna become a boxer, you don't learn. Like you don't go to school and take a test. You get in the fucking gym and you train. You know, <laughs> comedy college is like you're not gonna get like sitting there watching. Like, yeah, it helps to study, but, like, you're not going to get anywhere just doing their mode. Like, you need to get 
out and it's like being a rapper that like just wrote a bunch of shit versus like dude the battle rap like i had to learn this shit on the fly so like, <laughs> yeah you gotta take you gotta take a bunch of real l's you know feel that sting and come back angry and fix the shit like yeah. and that's that, that's how that's how that goes yeah it's like it's like it's like the kid that went to duke you know like that like that preppy kid like it's like when you're watching the final four and you see those kids that went to like butler and you know dartmouth and all these right. <laughs> upper class schools and then there's like kids that went to like that are playing at st john's they grew up on the rucker so it's like Did you, like you don't even know what these moves are because i just made it up <laughs> right, right. It's, it's it's the kind of kids that played with adults and got like beat up on like hard concrete you yeah. know the sebastian you know uh, telfairs and you know you know like those i mean i mean dr j i mean he played in rucker and he was a legend and you playing out there with grown-ass men i mean you getting your ass knocked onto the ground like to me like that's what brainwash and you know, sets like that were about. I mean, of course, you could always talk about the Oakland places like, you know, Dorsey's Locker. <laughs> a whole other type. Like, it's the same same genre, but a whole different type of, like, tempered and steel. <laughs> like, like, the Shaolin Temple is like, at least that's like your monks that are training you. Like, when you go over to Oakland, that's like, okay, now I'm, tr now I'm fighting a different, now I'm fighting against a different school. <laughs> right, right. That's, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Orsi's Locker was a flat-out street fight. Like, you had to come out, you had to come out there just like, you know that, you know, like, this technique, and then there's that shit where you see people just like overhand, like, yeah. just like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is some Survival, like where the sniper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dorsey was that, that that wild shit you, you used to see. Woodhams on, like, too. Yes, Woodhams, definitely. That shit is <laughs> fucking. Shout out to Pete Munoz for being a fucking ringleader out there. <laughs> Woodhams Lounge. Oh, I never, I never did that. Woodhams. Oh, yeah. Never. Like, just about any bar show is rough. Like open mics in comedy clubs are rough. <laughs> But any bar shows, right? we're about to lose you guys in IG. I'll see you soon. Uh, oh, oh, run out of time. Oh shoot. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah, any bar show is tough as hell because like it's not set up specifically for your art. It's set up for an art. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's not. You know, that's not really conducive to what you're trying to do. Like I remember Dorsey's Locker, they had the the big screen TV like on the stage, and then and they didn't turn it off. I was like, yo, can y'all just like not show the, the fucking Western Conference finals? <laughs> like, can you not do that? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me get this live up and running again. Hang on. All right. There we go. We're back there and I'll send you another invite. We're probably going to have to wrap this up soon. We should cover another topic, though, too, at some point. Like, we, we definitely freestyled pretty well today just talking about the game, man, because we missed the game. It's, it's so unfortunate. Like, one one beautiful thing that's going to come from this whole thing is I am never going to I'm, – well, I'm saying this now, but let's see how well I hold on to it. I am never going to procrastinate again. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like – I like I used to sit at home too much. Like I'm not gonna I'm never gonna have to worry about that again. Like I've done all the sitting at home I need to do for the rest of my life. Well, you know, I've I've heard that before. And um and I'm kinda laughing because um when people say that, it makes me it, it makes them sound like like they're, you know, parolees at the, at the parole board like oh yeah you know i'm gonna change my life man you know this i'm gonna convert to islam i'm gonna eat better um like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's like it meant it's like those things you do in a in a, in a precarious situation it's like god if they get out of this i swear i'm gonna stop dating white women i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop eating pork i'm gonna do everything you told me to <laughs> no, no definitely not you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> You only got one life. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> when I get out, man, I'm going to eat better. Like, I'm going to go out every night. I'm going to make every day count. I'm like, man, 30 more days in jail. We don't believe you. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> but I mean, no, I mean, seriously, if you if you really should try to like, you know, now we have time to pause and think about what we're doing. You should yeah. try to improve your life, you know, but, but there is, but it is kind of funny, like, every, you know, 
why should we let you out? I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> the, par- the parole board's like, we hear this shit every week. <laughs> this is hilarious. He's changed. <laughs> we hear this shit every week. What? Wait, see, so you're going to get a job and uh, uh, pay your child support and convert to Islam? Okay. He really is hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Well, man, um, we, we, should, we should wrap up. Um, I, I, I just... I think we strangely enough covered all the things we had written down, um, yeah. but in a roundabout way. But it was really, it was really, really fun to just talk about doing stand up in the real world and you know, re- you know, reminiscing about that stuff. And I really hope that that comes back. You Me know, too, man. I just miss being able to do comedy. Really, like I miss being. At, I, I want our lives back. You know, like it's not like it's a minor inconvenience in the in the grand scope of shit. And everybody should take it as that. But, like, you know, in the meantime, let's remember the good times because sooner or later, you know. Well, well, I mean, for me, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't uh, discount it that much. I wouldn't say it's a minor inconvenience. Like, for me, like, a lot of, like, feeling, like, a lot of feeling better and, like, dealing with ideas in my head come from doing stand-up live, you know. Like, there's nothing that gives me a bigger boost of, like, of good energy than do it hitting the stage like that's like that's a shot in the arm like every time i do it you know and so like not having that i mean it is it is a, a bit of a whether it's adrenaline or just like a good at whatever it is it's a shot in the arm and i and to not have that like it's not i think it's not great for my mental health to not have not have stand up in like the real way like that's like that's it's like a booster shot <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah it's definitely not, it's like a vitamin like I need, I need vitamin comedy. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Vitamin C, more comedy. So, but I mean, they're already like killing shows all the way up to August, September. So I don't even know. Like, like yeah. basically twenty, they're throwing twenty twenty in the trash. Like, a yeah. <laughs> everybody gets a mulligan on this year. You know, I think everybody's in agreement on that one. Like, if twenty twenty doesn't end the way you thought it was, join the fucking club. (laughs) Right. right. Like, it's it's still mind boggling to me that the industry, our industry, is in is pretty much no longer. Like, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a bar, you know, much less go there to watch us do comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like your job disappeared. It's like it's almost like like we were horse and buggy masters, and they're like, "No, nah, we have cars now." Uh, so, <laughs> but I'm really great with horses and buggies. Look, yeah, yeah, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> "We don't need that." <laughs> oh man! But well, you know, we all like we're all getting this year to like take some time, think about what we really want, have this anxiety attack we've been holding out on for the longest time. But the problem I feel is the that absolutely needs to get done is like we need leadership to do something to set our minds at ease because this ain't nobody's fucking fault. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, black or white, man or woman, like this has nothing to do with you. We're all displaced by this shit and we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we need like a little bit of like d- direction to be like, okay, well, here's the plan. And yeah. right now, right now, there is no plan yeah. other than, I mean, they're just YOLO in this shit. They're just like, okay, we'll just reopen all the bars and whoever dies, dies. I mean, what, what kind of Ivan Drago, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, right here in LA, where every, down there, there's so many people that are like actors, musicians, models, like everything, right? So, like, you got like three or four jobs where you're like you're acting you're singing or doing comedy or something and then you're going on auditions and you're uh trying to do a modeling gig or then you're waiting tables or you're doing uber or you're uh uh you know bartending and all those jobs are gone now yeah exactly all the side hustles have been killed i mean i'm I'm surprised i haven't been robbed yet like <laughs> well, you haven't been outside, so how could you get? How could anybody rob you? They have to rob you door to door. Hey, can I have all your shit? 
<laughs> door to door robbery. Um, uh, yeah, you uh, if you ain't outside. That's true. <laughs> See, so don't even think about it. Uh, <laughs> there used to be a Saturday Night Live sketch about about a land shark that would knock on the door and say shit like uh, "telegram," <laughs> and people were like, "Oh," and open the door, and the shark would just eat them. <laughs> and people they kept telling people, "Look, if someone knocks at the door, you don't know who it is. Don't answer the door." And people was like. Um, singing telegram, ma'am. <laughs> anyway, the point is, people are really desperate at this point, and um, I, I really feel like not all the side hustles have been knocked out. We need to find a way to at least bring some of them back, and I'm not really sure how, how we get there. Mm-hmm. So tip your delivery driver or something like that. I don't really know what else to do. Yeah. Until then, you know. Just Hopefully go. they put some moratorium on rent. They give us more stimulus. And people are saying, oh, this is a great way to train people to be dependent on the government. Well, nigga, I had like 16 jobs and now I got negative three. What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> I got negative three jobs, Corey. Uh-huh. <laughs> you owe people jobs? <laughs> <laughs> How do you owe people jobs, dude? <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Jay. Um, oh, yeah, that, that's right. Um, a that's social right. media marketer. <laughs> 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 that's the that's the outro. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one putting you in jail, dog. Like you need to you need to clean up your life, man. I mean, I do. I'm not, just I just no good. Anyway, let's wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> I'm gonna try to talk to Facebook people for you. Like, okay, he's, I'll, I'll tell him you converted to Islam. I don't know, but. <laughs> He's a he's a, he's he's an NOI now. Somebody talk to the warden, man. I'm sorry, I'm in Zuckerberg County Jail, prisoner number CR Showtime eight three one. Oh, by the way, do you, do you still have your your Venmo uh, thing up? No, I don't. But yeah, it, this it's Corey Showtime. So Venmo me and Corey Showtime. I don't know why, uh, but I'll take your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, any any of the Zoom shows that. Uh, I'll participate in. I'll try to put it up on Facebook, like most people watch me on Facebook and and Instagram. So, uh, you know, just just stay tuned. I mean, people are still doing comedy shows. We're still trying to keep the jokes going, and I mean, we're writing a lot of new stuff because yeah. let's face it, a lot of the stuff I wrote before is completely irrelevant right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there are going to be so many coronavirus jokes when everybody gets out. <laughs> It's yeah. like, so how like everybody's gonna have a job? What's the deal with quarantine? Like, it's just gonna be right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be like a science fair with coronavirus. Like, look, my joke has bubbles in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's gonna have a because we're all living like that's where comedy comes from. Our experiences, we're all experiencing the exact same shit right now. So we're going to have a lot of parallel thought. Yep. So yeah, we have to rewrite a lot of stuff. Make sure you have an interesting take on it. <laughs> yeah, try at least. I mean, and if I hear one joke, white people do quarantine like this, black people do quarantine like that, <laughs> I will snatch you up. <laughs> my girlfriend's calling me, so my uh, audio goes out on my phone. That's why. <laughs> okay. well, well, hey, man, uh, good times, and uh, I'll see you next time. Take care. And thanks, thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace.